everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Ad Project Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Joe Shellard from Ad Advance, and today I am joined by Maria Hewitt. Maria, awesome to have you back on the podcast. It's good to be here. Thanks for having me, Joe. Yeah, yeah. How are you doing today? I'm great. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Matt always struggles with that. We're going to feed him that answer. <laughs> you caught me off guard. I'm <laughs> just great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like that. <laughs> So, so today we are going to cover, there's been a ton of new features that have come out, just mm -hmm. like usual. Um, so Maria is always keeping her thumb on the pulse of, finger on the pulse, thumb on the pulse, finger, finger. Thumb on the pulse. Thumb on the pulse. I think you can go either, right? Sure. Yeah, thumb on the pulse of new features. So we're going to go through some of the key things that we've seen coming out and give you our opinion on it and kind of go from there. Yeah. So. I don't know where you want to start. You know, I feel like this past month there have been a ton of updates. Um, so maybe we can start with some recent ones that we've seen in the community. And I think probably one of the more recent ones is sponsored product ads being shown off Amazon. Sure. Um, we've seen a lot of talk on social lately of that one. And there's, I think, a lot of mixed emotions about that one because sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a big update it's a big change from what that ad type is so yep. yeah overall so i'll give my opinion overall i love that we have another spot to show ads so that is awesome and so where these show up are on sites there it seems like they've developed different relationships like buzzfeed and what, what is hearst newspapers a bunch of different. Yeah, a bunch of different, yeah. like more like news type sites yeah. in general. So it's awesome that we have another placement for ads. Um, what I don't like as much is we do not have any control to turn it on or off. Mm -hmm. And it is being combined with the highest spending ad type that we have for Amazon ads. So typically sponsored product ads are going to have about 80% of spend. And that spend is going to be very low funnel. So it's going to be in search results on the product detail page, all on Amazon, where people are really likely to convert after a click. Mm -hmm. And now you're taking that ad type and you're putting it off of Amazon without any controls and you're not able to turn it off. And it's going to perform a lot differently than sponsored product ads. And so I, one, do not like that we can't turn it off. Like, And there's some brands that they're investing into sponsored products and they don't want their ads to be shown off of Amazon for brand protection and safety reasons. Um, and then two, if we do have these placements, let's put it in a different ad type that is more focused on middle to upper funnel type advertising. Then we can compare the KPIs. It's just hard when you're looking at sponsored products and you have this very low funnel advertisement that's now going off site. It's just a different type of ad at that point. Right. I think it kind of muddies, like, the purpose of sponsored products. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't like that lack of control. I know, like, in their release and, like, all their materials, they've talked about how they're going to, like, you know, test the waters, do it slowly, um, and look at the data. So I'm curious to see how that turns out. But yep. And, you know, I think about, like, with DSP, you can add exclusions you know, for sites and things like that. Mm -hmm. So do you think that maybe they would? I think eventually, like first it? off, 
needing control to be able to just turn this off. Right now, the only option to not have your ads go off site is to stop using sponsored products. Yeah. Um, you know, which is <laughs> a huge percentage of spend. And so there's got to be some brand safety protections built in. If they just give us the switch to turn it on and off, then we can kind of split the sponsored products offsite campaigns away from the sponsored products campaigns. And then from there, we have another ad type that we can use, which mm -hmm. is awesome. Yeah. But without that control, it just muddies everything. So we're starting to pull the data and separate offsite versus onsite. It's a super small spend amount. So they are starting very small, which is great. Um, but again, just looking for that control so we can separate it out, especially when the ad performance is going to be so different. Yeah. So we will see. So we will see. We will see. Yep. Yep. So we'll be we'll be looking at doing some posts, just sharing what we've seen for offsite up to this point, and then just kind of our thoughts and opinions mm -hmm. on on these new updates. Yeah. It will be nice to have more options. More options are awesome. You know, there's only yep. so much real estate. As long as you can just segment them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think another one that's been another big update on social right now has been the rest of search modifier. Yeah. I know like. I think we initially heard about it in August, but now we're actually seeing it. Yep. So I think LinkedIn last week just kind of was a flurry with yeah. this news. <laughs> um, so that's another huge one because that's something that I know that you've been very vocal about asking for yeah. um, as an update. And here it is. But there is kind of a caveat to it. Sure. Um, so I want to hear your opinion. Yeah. No. So rest of search, this is awesome. Um, and so all good stuff for this one. Uh, you can modify the bid up just like you can for a product page or top of search. What we had seen in the past is that for product page, like typically it converts a little bit lower than rest of search. Um, but since we couldn't modify the bids lower for product page placements or top of search, rest of search didn't get as much of a bid boost as we would have liked to have. And so typically what we'll see is product page performs the worst for conversion rate, and then there's rest of search and then top of search. And so what we're doing now is incorporating that into our placement algorithms, which are always looking at balancing performance of the different ad placements. So this one is all good. All good. Yeah. And so we're, we're super excited about it. I already rolled into our system, mm -hmm. our tools. And so that one has been sweet. Uh, and if you're not utilizing it, I would definitely check it out. You can look at your placement performance. If rest of search is performing better than product page, I would give rest of search a little bit of a boost. Um, you can just look at the difference of ACOS or you could utilize conversion rate if average order value is about the same between them. Sweet. So that's yeah. a good one. So that's a good one. Two that I really like that were rolled out, I think earlier this summer, it's hard to remember, yeah. which is why we do this type of podcast because these new features pop up and like <laughs> you can't keep track. And then you're like, oh, wait, six months ago, we didn't have that ability. Yep. Um, so sponsored brands has always been an ad type that I love. I love the creative aspect of it. And so one element is that now when you do a sponsored brand video, you can select storefront and then you can instead of just having one product that you can cl click on associated with the video you can click up to three which is really nice that you can highlight more of your catalog with that imagery that video that's associated with it mm -hmm. that was i think rolled out earlier in the summer um, and then another element that they've added to the sponsored brand ad type is having a slideshow 
So rather than just having one like hero lifestyle image, you can have a carousel now. So two to five images that can automatically cycle through. And I think the shopper can stop on a an, on an image or cycle through on their own. And so that's just another great way to highlight more of your creative assets because um, we know that's a very important part of brand building. And I think something you guys talked about on last week's podcast with Keith O'Brien, you know, yeah. visual storytelling and like yep, yep. how, you know, sending traffic to like your storefront is a competitor free area. So really highlighting your product and brand building there is really going to help you moving forward. So those yeah. are two that I really like. Yep. Those ones are awesome. Yeah. And love the, the new ways and the different creatives that mm-hmm. we have yeah. for those ads. Yeah. So yeah. those are great to see. Um, Another one you want to go Another through? one, uh, the new day partying feature. Oh, this, yeah. Okay, so this is the one that you have the caveat. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So maybe walk us through real quick, like, what this day partying feature looks like. Yeah, so now in the ad console, this is a beta, so not everyone's going to see it in their ad console. But when you go within a campaign in the campaign manager, you can go to campaign settings. And in the bidding strategy, strategy area, um, you may now have a section where you can schedule bids, essentially. So you can go in and pick weekly, daily occurrence, and then the times yep. um, for the the bidding strategy. And you can only increase the bid. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's my biggest issue with this one. I love the new update that it's built into mm-hmm. the advertising console that we now have control for like intraday adjustments for bids. So that is awesome. The piece that is a struggle and why adoption is going to be a lot lower than it could is right now you can just increase the bids. Mm-hmm. And so what happens throughout the day is like how we set our bids is we will pick the average bid throughout the day um, that's going to perform to meet our targets. And that ties back to strategy and ACOS targets and lots of other stuff. Uh, but at the end of the day, we set to our average. And then throughout the day, we modify our bids up or down based off of how well the ads are going to perform throughout the day. Uh, we get this information from Amazon Marketing Stream. Amazon Marketing Stream gives us hourly data on how well our clicks perform. So if a click is most likely to convert, say, at like 7 a.m., 8 a.m. Pacific time, like, then what we can do is we can increase the bid. But we also have the control during 2 a.m. Pacific time where conversion rate kind of bottoms out to really reduce our bids. Uh, so for this to be useful for somebody who doesn't have software like us, they would just be able to boost bids during the day. And so the key issue is, like, now what I had to do if I want to use this throughout all periods of the day is I had to go in and reduce all of my base bids down and now modify them up with these different intraday changes versus just being able to start with my ideal bids, which hopefully you're at right now if you're well optimized, and then just being able to fluctuate mm-hmm. up or down. And you know, from a technical standpoint, being able to go up or down with the bids, it's the same calculation. I mean, maybe there's some intricacies within their system that they're dealing with, but when we implement our system, whether it goes up or down, it's the same calculation, just a multiplier. Um, and so 
For this, I think the key thing that needs to happen is just to be able to have control to also decrease bids. And how this really helps Amazon advertising is that if we can get more efficient campaigns, mm -hmm. sellers will see this, brands mm -hmm. will see this, and then they'll say, man, my advertising is really efficient. I'm going to rotate more budget from this other channel into Amazon. If the key option is just to increase spend, what will happen is spend will go up, ROAS will go down, and then people will say, uh, you know, I don't feel that good. I'm going to either have to cut bids or rotate some budget out of Amazon ads. So the more controls that we can get to be more efficient mm -hmm. is in our best interest and Amazon ads best interest because then it's going to drive budget over. Right. And so that's my, my key beef is that if we could just get a decrease, this would be such an awesome update. It's still a great update, but just that one extra feature could right. kind of push it to being very usable for many right. people. Right, it'd be more usable and ultimately better for everyone exactly. at the table. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah, the more, that, more tools we have to make our advertising more efficient, the more budget that's going to flow into Amazon advertising. Right. So it's win-win. Win-win. Uh, let's see, what else? See, there is the Amazon update with Shopify. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, so this has been big news, but in case you missed it, early on when Amazon came out with Buy With Prime, mm -hmm. Shopify said, this is not allowed on our platform. And there was this big dispute between Amazon and Shopify. A year later, they've been able to work together to find a solution where now you can integrate Buy With Prime on the Shopify store. Mm -hmm. um, and so <clears throat> what, what was cool with this is when we were at Accelerate, there was a VP that came out from Shopify along with Amazon ads. And so I didn't expect that just because right. there were these conflicts going ahead of time. But they were able to work together. And now what you can utilize is with Buy With Prime, you get the trust and the membership of, you know, people are already Prime members, so it makes it super easy to check out on your own e-commerce site. And then you can also utilize your inventory within FBA, so you don't have to have fulfilled by merchant inventory somewhere else. So really cool update that they were able to work together on this. Um, Another couple updates for Buy With Prime is when they first rolled it out, you could only buy individual products. Mm -hmm. So there wasn't like a pure shopping cart. Um, so there is now a shopping cart. Um, and the other key piece is that based off of the tests that they've done, if I remember right, conversion rates increased 25%, yeah. is that right? Yep, that's correct. Yeah, so for people who implemented Buy With Prime on their direct-to-consumer site, conversion rates increased 25% based off of Amazon's data. So if you can increase conversion rate 25%, that can be a game changer. That can be huge. Obviously, you have to look at the associated fees with Buy With Prime and then compare the conversion rate boost with those other fees and take those into account um, but at the end of the day really cool updates there that we yeah. saw so really excited and feel like buy with prime now with these extra features is really gonna start to take off for sure and I think correct me if I'm wrong another element of those updates was that you can also port your reviews from Amazon to your DTC site. Yep, yep. And I actually experienced that as a shopper a few weeks ago, and I was on a site and saw Buy With Prime, and then I could see the reviews from Amazon, and it, it really just kind of adds that layer of, of trust as sure. an Amazon Prime shopper. So, because I remember when Buy With Prime was first announced, it was like, ooh, this is very exciting, and mm -hmm. then it was kind of 
you know, the tension. Start to see all the wrinkles there, right, and then right. you can't even implement it on the Shopify stores. And yeah, so now it kind of feels like that excitement is back. Yeah. Um, it seems much more doable, and that 25% conversion rate boost, you know, I think is supportive of a, a wider implementation of it. Yeah. Yep. I agree. Another cool update that we got. So I guess cool update for us advertisers <laughs> is that starting in 2024, prime video shows and movies will no longer be commercial free. <laughs> so it's funny how I approach this looking purely as an advertiser. Yeah. So with Amazon, like many people focus on the e-commerce store. But Amazon is obviously has their advertising wing, which is a huge profit driver. They have AWS mm -hmm. and they have this big content library. And so for Prime members, you get Prime Video. Um, what's cool with this for us advertisers is now that opens up even more exclusive advertising inventory where we can run different video ads. So there's already been different areas on some parts in Prime Video or let's Freebie. see, Freebie, yeah, yeah, and then other exclusive areas yeah. like Twitch and all that good stuff. Uh, but now this opens up even more exclusive inventory that we can utilize using Amazon's DSP. For sure. And I know Amazon Prime kind of a lot of different streaming platforms in the past few years have rolled out commercials, you know, understanding that streaming is becoming a larger chunk of the TV watching pie yep. and looking for that revenue source. Um, and Amazon, I think, has kind of held out for a while in offering commercial free. But as it just continues to become more popular, Americans are really moving away from linear TV more and more, at least that's what the Nielsen ratings have been showing us. Um, so, you know, I guess I'm not surprised, and for advertisers and our clients, it's great because Amazon Prime does have a lot of great new content, and they're investing more and more in it. Yeah. Um, but I know for some uh, TV viewers, they're not going to be quite as keen on it. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> but they should have more tailored advertising yes. you know, so it should be a better experience where the advertising they're seeing is more relevant and you know tailored to them yeah hopefully a little bit more valuable right. than just your standard talking to everybody type right. commercials exactly. so there's that too yeah yeah Another good one that we don't even have on the list, but Amazon's DSP just got ranked pretty high in the, yeah. in, what was it, Forrester? The Forrester Wave, which is a research firm. They, I think it was like 28 criteria. They had a whole list of things that they ranked the top 12 DSPs or what they consider the the 12 DSPs on the market that should be on your radar. And so it was a pretty extensive list. Sure. Um and it was really cool to see Amazon DSP among the leaders. It was Google, Amazon DSP, and uh, I think the Trade Desk was sure. ranked the top. You know, it's something that they called out were things that we've been talking about for, you know, the past two years about yeah. what Amazon DSP can do. So it was, I guess, validating to see it come from an outside source like that. Yep. Yep. And key things that they highlight again, Amazon DSP kind of allows us to tap into Amazon's first party data. Their unique supply sources, like we just talked about, give some different options there. Um, and then be able to really tailor that down and make sure that we're showing the right ads to the right people 
and then be able to track that back to then also see what's the true performance of our advertising. Mm -hmm. So you get Amazon's DSP, but then when you combine with Amazon Marketing Cloud Insights, now that's where we see in a ton of power and mm -hmm. utilizing that for our clients from top of a funnel approach all the way down, showing our video ads on really cool spots making sure we're showing them to the right people and then customizing that journey to try to drive new brand sales and all that good stuff. And I think one of the really cool aspects of their report too is what they called out for Amazon beyond those things that you just mentioned was that where Amazon's DSP ranked really high was for strategy and vision and like moving forward, yeah. which for us who are in the Amazon DSP business, like it is exciting to look forward. And I think like what kind of held us back in the, in the leader pack was like, uh, adoption. It's not like widely known. Sure. Um, Amazon DSP's benefits and just like history, yeah. you know, because it's new up and comer. Fairly newer. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, that was that was really cool to see. And um, that's on our website if you want to read more. It's a very in-depth report. Um, and it also gives you insight into other DSPs, too, and see what their capabilities are. Sure. Any other updates that come to mind? Oh, one within the ad console that I think is pretty cool for clients who operate in multiple countries. They now have the beta that highlights the multi-country campaign manager view. So you can choose to look at all of your accounts in one campaign manager so you can see them all one. You don't have to like click through to the different countries. Sure. And what I really like about this, which might seem small to some, but like currency, I always get hung up on currency. You can choose how to see all of the accounts and what currency. So it's easier to compare, I yeah, guess, that's performance. Awesome. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's always hard to compare like UK to EU right. to US to Canada performance. Right. Yeah. So I think it's just one of those updates that simplifies the life of someone who's managing your ads where you can easily see it all together yep. in one campaign manager. Yeah, so that's a cool It's beta. huge for different brands that manage throughout the different marketplaces. We love it right. <laughs> just because it's a lot less jumping around and easily allows you to compare the different markets. Yeah, and then might make it easier for you to expand, you know, might make it easier to manage multiple markets. So you want to expand in other markets, right? Yeah. Yeah, um, maybe one ad advance news. So we're finalists for partner awards. Yes. So that's kind of fun. Yeah. We're super excited about that. We partnered up with Trunaigen for that success story. So we're finalists in the performance category. So Joe gets to go to a fancy gala uh, at the awards gala to find out who won. Sure. So. I'll have to wear a nicer t-shirt to it. Maybe a little <laughs> bit nicer. You can wear one of those t-shirts with the, like, the <laughs> bow tie on it. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, yeah. I think they I'll might, ask think they might not let me in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, so we're really excited for that. If you're going to be at Unbox, make sure you swing by. Uh, we will definitely be at Unbox. Mm -hmm. uh, we're really excited for that. Um, you're doing also, a hands-on keyboard. We are leading a hands-on keyboard, walking through sponsored display campaigns and how to set them up and how to utilize those. And then we also spoke through our case study with Trunaigen at Amazon Accelerate. That video is on demand if you want to see that. Yep. 
Um, also just got done doing a holiday summit. That video is also on demand if you want to learn more about kind of preparing for key sales dates coming up using our tent pole strategy. So lots of different Amazon events too, which has yeah. been cool. You've had a busy fall. It's been busy. Yep. Yeah. It's been good. <laughs> yeah. But lots of good things. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Any other key items? I feel like we hit a lot. So. Yeah, we did. I'm, I'm sure we missed some. Yeah. You know, it's... Well, one thing uh, to do if you're listening, make sure you go over to advance.com. Uh, you can subscribe to our mailing list. Mm -hmm. uh, Maria puts together all these awesome updates on new features that are coming out. So you can make sure to follow along. And right when we find out about these different items, we're letting our mailing list know. So either do that or you can always follow our, our content on like LinkedIn is a great spot to connect and find those new features. So Maria, I appreciate you coming back on the podcast and going through all these updates. Thank you for having me, Joe. No, no. And we'll thank you, you for giving up. me a whole day. Sometimes Joe just comes <laughs> oh, over. And, day notice. A day yeah. notice, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes Joe just comes over and it's like, hey, you want to talk about something on the podcast? And I'll give you 10 minutes? And, yeah, and that's, and that's fine. That's give fine. you a whole day yeah, to prepare. Then you can't yeah. overthink it, you know? Yeah, I did have a whole day. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks again for joining. I it. Yep. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, and for all those who are listening, really appreciate you listening to this episode. And as always, we'll see you on the next episode of The Ad Project.